Welcome to the Jacqueline Shaw Show. This is a space where we go deep, deep within, deep within where you access the sacred wisdom within you, where my truth and the truth of the women I bring on this podcast create a remembrance within you, within your soul, within your energetic field. Here, we don't look outward, we go inward, because in my world, it's always about taking you deeper in, in where your truth lives, in where your power resides, in where your soul knows. Welcome and get ready to go to the depth with me. Let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Jacqueline Shaw Show. This is the final episode of our in between seasons episodes where I'm bringing forward conversations where I've been interviewed on other women's podcasts. And today I'm so excited about this conversation, like re-listening to this a year later after Kristen and I recorded last December, December, 2022, I was just in the space of embarking on the collaboration that I have with Alpha Femme with Melanie and Lair, but I was not yet able to announce it and seeing the trust, seeing how things have unfolded in this past year for me and feeling the energy. Like in this episode, you'll get the energy of where I was at. You'll also hear more about my journey as being an entrepreneur, more about my wealth creation in this episode with Kristen from the Wealth Equation podcast. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Wealth Equation Podcast with me, Wealth Ninja, Kristen Walsh. If you want to be wealthy, but money feels like physics and the thought of making a budget makes you want to die, stick around. Here, we break it all down super simply. We demystify wealth so you run your money instead of your money running you. We're here to ditch the hustle, earn more, hold more, and grow more simply. We're coming in hot with practical teachings, deep mindset shifts, and the perfect amount of woo-woo so that you become the kind of woman who creates wealth with ease. Money is a dance party if you let it be. You were born for wealth, and by pressing play, your up-level begins. Hola, hermosas. Welcome back for another incredible interview with a very potent guest, Jacqueline Shaw. I had so much fun interviewing Jack. She has an incredible story and some really interesting philosophies around trust that you guys are going to love. And we actually recorded this a few weeks ago. And one of the opportunities that she talked about or alluded to when we were talking that she couldn't fully reveal, but is now online is her co-facilitating and co-leading programs with Melanie Ann Layer, who I'm sure many of you have heard of, uh, eight-figure entrepreneur. And I'm just really excited to bring you this interview and to hear for you to hear Jack's really unique perspective on building wealth and building a business and really dropping into and creating from a state of flow. Jack is a seven-figure mentor and channel who leads visionaries in quantum energetics, embodied wisdom, and divine feminine activation. She's known for taking her clients to the depths of their knowing, to their most sacred truth, where they are able to activate their authentic voice. Through her work, clients develop a deep trust within themselves and eliminate any lingering shoulds, misalignment, and self-sabotage so that they can unapologetically show up and lead in their power. Oh, so, so juicy. I'm so excited for this conversation. Welcome, Jack. Oh my gosh. I am so happy to be here and so excited for this conversation. So thank you for having me. Mm, So good. I know quite a bit about 
you as a coach and as a mentor, and that's probably where a lot of people in your audience know you, but I would love for you to take us back a little bit to where you started your journey. Oh, where I started my journey, what journey, my, my <laughs> wealth journey, my entrepreneurial journey, my spiritual journey, what journey do, do we want to start with? Wherever you feel called. So either, you know, either your journey with wealth or business. Wealth or business? I would say let's dive into business. I started my journey in, well, my current business. I started my personal brand just this year at the beginning of 2022. I've ran an online business with my business partner since the beginning of 2018 is when I started coaching online. And before that, there was, I mean, I guess I'm not starting at the beginning. I'm starting from going backwards, but I really started my entrepreneurial journey in 2010 when I opened a clothing store in downtown Toronto. And it was very much on this whim. I have been in fashion for most of my life. My mom and my sisters owned clothing stores. I had done buying with them. And I basically saw a gap and need in the market for a very like high end luxury kids designer clothing store. And I kept feeling like, when's someone going to do this? When's someone going to do this? And then it never came and happened in Toronto. So I was like, all right, I'm going to do it. And so, yeah, I started off in a very different space of entrepreneurship, of entrepreneurship. I started off in, yeah, a brick and mortar, like very traditional business. It's so interesting. I relate to a lot of that because, you know, one of my last businesses was a co-working space and it's so, so different operating a coaching business online to a brick and mortar. And, you know, before we jumped on, you mentioned shifts that have occurred for you over the years of building different businesses. What, what has that been like? What have some of those shifts been and, you know, the reasons that you've chosen to make those shifts? Yeah, such a interesting question because I feel like, well, there's been so many shifts and like different different industries because I went from my brick and mortar store and then I was um, working with a network marketing company. And then I literally say like, I feel like I fell into the coaching world. I didn't even know the coaching world existed until I had people ask me to coach them. And so the shifts felt like they happened very naturally for me. They also... I never felt like I was starting again. Like I never felt like, oh, I'm just a beginner at this or I'm new at this because I really feel like my whole, I mean, I feel like I've been an entrepreneur my entire life, even before I was. And I feel like my, everything I learned in that first business, like I was able to bring into my future businesses as well. And the biggest pivot for me, I mean, looking back in hindsight of the decision to close my brick and mortar store, it was, it was like divine timing. You know, I can see the universe at play here because of the timing of what was going on in my life um, was coinciding with the timing that I was going to have to relocate in my store. My building was being torn down. And at that point I was like, I actually don't want this. And it felt wild to say, because I'd been building this business for five years. My baby at the time, he's now eight, was just a couple months old and it was a children's clothing store. So it's like, okay, now you're having kids, like the perfect time to have a children's clothing store. And I was like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be in this building day after day after day. I don't actually even want to be, you know, in this city 
indefinitely. I was like, I want more freedom. I want more freedom with how I live my life and raise my kids. And so the decision to close down that business, you know, a lot of people asked me as I was closing it, they're like, was that bittersweet? And I was like, no, it's actually just sweet. Like it just feels so good and so right. And so natural as part of my evolution. Mm, So powerful. And that's, you know, definitely something I relate to around the, you know, decision to, to close the business. And, and when things feel like they kind of are working, but aren't working and it's this really creates space to open up something new, you know, something that you haven't, you can't even see or fathom. Right. Well, this is such a big piece and this has been a big piece for so much of my journey is making that decision to you know, pivot to go in a new direction, even when things are working. I think so often it's like, okay, well, did that business fail or was that not working? And it was very much working. It was a very successful business, but my choice was like, it's not working for me anymore. Mm. And that's such an important piece. I think some people, you know, it's really easy to look at things on the surface or to try to be in the space of like checking boxes or making the money. And, and when you're doing that from a place that isn't in alignment or isn't in alignment anymore. It's, it's not worth continuing down that path. Can you take us maybe to a place where, because a lot of the work that you do is, is around energetics, right? And so being able to trust your decisions that don't necessarily have like an X plus Y equals Z outcome, right? And so being able to stay in that place of trust when you don't have evidence in the 3D, right? So can you take us to a place when in your experience or in your journey when things weren't working or felt like they weren't working or you were up against resistance and how did you stay in trust of the decisions you're making? How did you stay in trust that things were going to lead to, you know, where you are today, which is, you know, you've produced some incredible results. Oh my gosh. I could give you a million stories around trust. I feel like what I do with my clients is I lead them so much in a way to, into a place where they can fully trust in themselves and trust in, and trust in like where their soul's calling them to go. And so, because I lead women in this way, I get a lot of opportunities in my life to really go deeper in trust for myself. And I really truly deeply believe that when we don't deny our soul, which means like when I follow this, like nudge, this whisper inside myself, when I follow my own knowing, then it becomes so much easier to trust in money flowing, trust in having clients show up because I know that I'm doing my part. I'm moving towards the thing that I desire. When I don't do my part, when I'm like, okay, I need to wait for evidence, or I need to have the proof, or I need to see what's coming. Well, that to me isn't really trust. That's like, oh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm trusting because mm-hmm. I know what's coming on the other side. I'm trusting because I have this proof. I'm trusting because I have this evidence. Like that to me isn't true trust. It's like taking people and myself to these places where it's like deep unwavering trust because of who I am, because I know that I am a divine being, that I know that I'm in a universe where I get to co-create this life, this existence. And so I have so many times and looking in hindsight, it's been like really fascinating for me to, to see my journey and trust throughout my different businesses and how I really make moves because I feel called to when they don't make sense to anyone else, when I can't see what's on the other side, but it's like, I'm following these, these pings, I'm following these like little golden breadcrumbs. And I just trust that if I do, 
if I follow these callings within my soul, that there's magic that exists in this, in this realm, in this space for me. Mm, so powerful. And yet when it's easy to trust when you have the results, right? It's easy to trust when you have evidence and it's, you know, that's not really the definition of having faith. Faith is, you know, trust without evidence, right? Yeah. And I think that's easy for people to look at now, you know, where I'm at in my business and how I've grown. Like, of course it's easy for you to trust now. And I'm like, gosh, I've been trusting like when it made no sense, when literally like if the money didn't show up, like there was no, you know, backup plan. There was, I don't come from a wealthy family. I don't have like a pile of savings. It was like, if this doesn't work, like there really was like leaping into the unknown. Even when I, when I started my first business, I had felt this call. I basically had told my mom and my sisters, I'm like, I'm gonna go for a walk around Yorkville and just like explore what it would feel like to like have a store here. And like what a space would look like. And literally as I was walking around, I met a man who had a building that I was like, if I had a store, this is the space I would rent. And I ran into him and we talked and he was meant to rent that space to someone else that day. And literally if I wanted to have that space, I had to decide within like a couple of hours. And I tried calling my mom and my sisters and my niece was in surgery. So I couldn't get a hold of them. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going for it. And I literally had enough money to pay my first and last month's rent there and nothing else. And I just went for it, signed, you know, signed on the dotted line, sent the money. And my mom was like, okay, but what are you going to do with all the other things it takes to open the store? Like, what are you going to do about inventory and, you know, the fixtures and all those things you need? And I was like, I don't know, but I just also feel like it's going to come together and I'm going to figure it out because it just felt like there was like magic at play here. And of course I figured it out. And to be honest, um, and to be honest, I was like, when I say like figured it out, like I didn't really figure it out. Like, and this sometimes I know like pisses people off to say, but like literally magic money fell in my lap. I didn't like try to figure it out. I wasn't like fear in fear about it. I wasn't trying to control it. I was like, okay, I'm going to live in my life and I'm going to do the things that I can do. And I'm also going to be open to receive. And I met my husband, my now husband at that time. And him and I went on this trip to New York and I was having like the time of my life. And I was at the opening of this like rooftop bar on this hotel and drinking a glass of champagne. And my mom literally sent me a text and she's like, oh yeah, she's like a family friend came in today into her store, asked what I was up to. She's like, told them my story was like, you know, Jack, she just like kind of flies by the seat of her pants. She's like opening the store. We got to figure out how to get her money, like all these things. And he's like, oh, I'll just lend it to her. And like literally handed her a check for the amount of money I needed. And my business started. (laughs) So good. So good. And I, you know, the magic money piece, it's, I think that's one thing you are really great at is being a magnet for opportunities and and being in that place of trust allows that money to flow in right and I think sorry no so yeah and this is the thing is like I didn't know that I had anyone in my network that would be able to like give me a personal loan you know what I mean it's like I had no idea that this was possible I in my brain was like oh yeah I'm gonna have to like go to banks and try to figure this out but I also wasn't like I just like again was in this place of trust that it was going to be figured out that it was going to work because I was willing to, to lean in when it doesn't make sense. You know, like I said, I have so many stories like this. When I first invested in the coaching industry, when I first invested in mentorship, 
on paper, I had no business making, you know, investing in the way I did. But I also knew if I didn't, like I, I met my coach and my mentor and I was like, I'm meant to be in this space with you. And I was just starting out in my business. I was $200,000 in debt at the time. If I made the first monthly payment with her, it was going to leave $12 in my bank account. I'm fully financially responsible for my family. I have two young kids, my husband, who's in a startup business. And I just knew that I couldn't not and not because I felt like this woman was going to help me figure it out or fix something. I felt this calling in my soul that she was like my person that we were meant to dive in together and not moving, not making that investment in myself. For me, what that would feel like was like a betrayal of self. It would feel like I was denying my soul, what my inner knowing was guiding me towards. And so this is, this is what I mean when talking about trust. Like I trust when it doesn't make sense, when I really can't see because of the energy I feel inside me. Mm -hmm. So powerful. And you can see how your ability to trust and your ability to make those leaps, not knowing what's on the other side has really paid off for you. Can you share at and time or an example of you when you, you know, made a, made one of those decisions or made a leap or made a big investment in yourself or your business or, or otherwise, and it didn't pay off, but you, you know, you had to hold the faith anyway. I mean, honestly, no, because I feel like I've, there's always been a way that it's paid off. And even though if it's not in the way that I thought it would, it's like, it did. Like, I see why I was led into that place, if that makes sense. So like one example I could give you of this was, um, I was, I went to Tony Robbins Unleash the Power Within event like years ago. Well, 2016. It was right after my daughter was born. I went there in 2016. I really felt this call to go to his business mastery event. And a lot of the event didn't feel like it was for me and where I was at in my business at that moment in time. And in fact, when I came back, my um, best friend and business partner said like, oh, do you feel like that was, you know, a waste? Like that was a big investment. Do you feel like that was a waste? And I was like, no, because I also know that there was like things that happened there. And you know, people that I met there that is going to create impact in my life. And on the final day that I was there, I ended up meeting um, this man who's a publisher and I started writing a book. And while that book hasn't came into the world yet, I know it's going to one day, but like, that's what got me started in writing. And so I have a book that's half written. Like, do you know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. like, okay, that may not have paid off in that moment, but I feel like I trust in why I was guided into that space. And so even though it might not feel like, you know, a win or the success or what I hoped for, there's always been something I've taken away. There's always been a lesson in that journey. Mm, That's such an incredible perspective too, is really, you know, again, back to the theme of trust where you don't necessarily see tangible or measurable results immediately on things like there's seeds that you've planted that we've all planted that are bubbling beneath the surface or things that are happening that we, that we can't see that could drop in at any time that are, you know, being created and growing that aren't here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and even when I think of, you know, my first business coach, like is not someone that I would work with again now is not someone that I even fully feel, I mean, aligned with her teachings or the way she leads, but like, I would never, say that that experience was wrong for me because without that experience I wouldn't be where I am today like and not because of anything like because I literally wouldn't have got started in my business I wouldn't have started 
being a coach or a mentor. Mm. What's the difference? You know, if you think about your journey over the years, you've had a number of different businesses, but maybe if we even take the the coaching business that you've now created, what's the difference between Jack now versus you at say the six figure mark? difference with Jackson Allen at the six figure mark. Um, I mean, while I've always been in this space of trust right now, I like move so quickly. I move so quickly and I don't even, and I don't hesitate. Like I just like, I feel the calling and I just feel very like brave to move to, I feel like, I mean, the biggest difference I would say right now too, is like, I'm so fully self-expressed. Like I don't have this fear of it not working or the judgment or that I can fuck it up because I know that everything gets to work. Like I know that there's not one strategy, not one way of doing it, not one, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I just fully, I'm like, I feel so free to be myself is the biggest thing. When I was at six figures, I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta do the right thing. I gotta, you know, do it this way because somebody else did that. I gotta like figure this piece out. And now I'm like, I'm just so free to be me. Hmm. Yeah. And I think the, the more we grow, the more we feel safe to do that. Right. The, and the more powerful you feel in that space and the, the more, the deeper you can go within yourself, the more you can lead others to do that in the same way, which isn't sure what you do with clients. Thousand percent, like 1000 percent. And, and I just trust again, like obviously all my work comes back to trust. I trust in (laughs) what I'm feeling called to share and where I'm feeling called to go. Like a huge thing that I just shared in my business recently. And I had shared it with my clients a couple of weeks ago. I felt this, this ping that I was like, Hey, I want to create more spaciousness in my business, in my life. I was like, I really want to go deep in my mentorship in 2023. And I felt this like calling inside of me to stop selling in my business, to not sell in 2023. And so I've now announced online that I'm not going to be selling in my personal brand in 2023, like any of my personal mentorship spaces and to a lot of the outside world world. They're like, that's, that's insane. Like you're here and you're growing a business and how's that going to work if you don't sell and you like, you know, you want to scale your income. And I'm like, I just know that, that I'm being called to do this right now for a reason. And so I can create this space right now where women who are ready to come into my world, get to come in and we're going to move together in 2023. And again, like, even when I was like being like having this call, I'm like, yeah, there's some fear that comes up here. Because like, if I do this, and like, what if I don't fill those mentorship spaces between now and the beginning of next year? Like, what if this doesn't happen? But I was like, no, there's a reason I'm feeling called to do this. So I just lean in and trust in that. Mm, And I saw you, I saw your post about that and creating more spaciousness. Like it is highly unusual to for you know, a seven figure mentor to come out and say, I'm not going to sell for a whole year. And I can imagine what it takes to really get yourself to a place where you do trust in in your ability to do that. I, I love the idea of creating more spaciousness and it's definitely something I have been exploring and leaning into and, and creating more in my life and business and like the art of doing less, but knowing that more is coming in. Right. And so how else do you create more spaciousness in your life and business and, and still be earning at the level that you, you do. I mean, 
I, I truly believe that the more I live, the more I'm in pleasure, the more I'm in the like joy of my life, the more I get expanded, the more my energetic field is expanded. Like literally I'm creating a bigger magnetic surface. The more women are wanting to come into my world because the women that want to come into my world right now, they're very much like, I want to live my life. I want to experience not just this like financial freedom, but like this true, like soul freedom where I get to live. I get to, you know, a dream and a desire of mine right now is to really travel the world with my, with my kiddos and they're young and to have someone who travels with us that can homeschool them. And it's just like to really be in this level of, of freedom. And I know that it's just something that we get to choose for ourselves. Like I just, I don't align with this vision for myself anyways, to, to be like so focused on business that I feel like I can't, you know, take a week's vacation that I can't just like go away on holidays with my kids that I can't have, you know, time off that I can't volunteer at their school, whatever it is. It's like, I truly believe the more that I live my life, the more I follow these nudges, these callings in my soul, like the more magnetic I am, the more easily wealth is able to find me. Mm. So juicy. What? Like I, like, like I, um, I mean, I'm just starting to share this online about deciding to not sell in 2023. And I made this decision about two weeks ago and I had told, um, some people in my mastermind, I had told my clients and literally there's a manifestation. That's a very current manifestation that's come through that I'm not quite able to share yet, but literally since I made this decision, followed this knowing inside of me, I've opened up a completely new portal of wealth for myself. And it's something that I couldn't have seen. And I definitely know if I didn't declare what I've declared in the last two weeks, that this, this opportunity, that this portal wouldn't have opened for me. Oh, that's so good. I'm sure everyone is super curious to hear what it is now. I'm sure you'll share. <laughs> I, I, I will definitely be sharing. There's just like a few pieces that are still um, coming together and then I'll definitely be sharing, but it's like, this is how quickly things can happen. This is mm -hmm. how quickly things happen when we, when we are in a state of, of trusting, when we know that there gets to be more without it requiring like doing more. Mm -hmm. What? So it sounds like, you know, your decision to not sell for all of next year is very unusual in the coaching industry, right? Where a lot of people are in the space of let's sell every day. And, and there's so many different ways that you can go about building a business, whether it's coaching or otherwise, but what do you believe about money or wealth that other coaches in the industry don't? Oh, I mean, now I'm like, do I know what other coaches in the industry believe? I know for me that I really believe that I get to be a conduit for money, for wealth. I believe that money really responds to me and my frequency and my energy. So I feel like any time I do something based on a should or need or have to, or trying to force something, I actually, I, I can feel, I can see it happening where I'm like repelling money, where I'm repelling wealth. And so for me, it's always just like frequency first, frequency first, frequency first. When I take care of me, when I know what my energetic field is, you know, am I expanding it? Am I collapsing it? Like money responds to my energy. 
Mm. And was that the shift that you needed to make to, you had mentioned before being in this place of never having more than enough, you know, just always having, being in that place of having just enough money. Is that the shift that you made to create overflow? So this was, yeah, this was like so fascinating on my journey. And I think that this happens with so many people as well. It's like, okay, I can scale my income, but it was like the more money I make, like the felt like, you know, it was still always like just enough, just enough to make sure like my needs were met or the bills were paid or, you know, and, and that my life was being lived, but it was kind of like this thing. It's like, okay, the more I made, just like the more expensive my life got. And so I felt like it was still always in this place where there wasn't more than enough. There, there wasn't this overflow that it didn't feel like completely abundant. And the biggest shift here was I stopped like judging it you know, in the beginning, I was always like, oh, I'm not enough. Or like, why can't I do this? Or why can't I figure this out? Or like, am I fucking something up? Like I kept looking for something that was wrong. And then I shifted from, you know, I was like, I'm going to stop looking for the thing that's wrong. And I'm just going to be in this like state of knowing like that money gets to come in and come out and I'm a conduit for money. And then, so that first helped me remove the shame of like feeling like I wasn't stacking money. And then I decided to bring that into my desire realm. I was like, okay, so if I know I can make more when I desire more. Let's play with bigger desires. Let's play with the desire of overflow. Let's play with the desire of stacking money. Let's play with the desire of being able to move my family to Costa Rica. Mm. So it sounds like you, you know, you setting intentions to make more and to align to that energetically allowed that to come in and then when you decided to start setting the intention to have the overflow, to, to really stack money, to, to hold more of it and to create bigger things for yourself. That's when that started coming in for you too. Yeah. Because before what I think really would happen for me. And I think that, I mean, I know that this has happened for so many women and so many women that I am in coaching spaces with, they're like, okay, like I can make more, but then I'm just like, more is going out. So it's almost like not that this is like a conscious thought, but the energy underlining that is like, what's the fucking point if I'm still going to be in this feeling that I'm in right now? Mm. I do think that's such a common thing for women is that, you know, for people in general, they think that if I just make more money, I'll, I'll have more, right? And it's really, it really does require not just setting the intention to make more and, and doing the things required for that, but the setting the intention to hold more and grow is is really what creates wealth, right? It's the difference between just making money and and creating, you know, a net worth, creating wealth. And I think it's so interesting too, because for a long time I didn't like have the desire to hold money. Like I was, I didn't even have the desire to hold money, but I found myself shaming myself because I wasn't. And so that's why that first stage for me was like just being like, I get to be a conduit for money. And then when my desire shifted to like wanting to be able to hold money and stack wealth, and then it was like, okay, my desire gets to lead in this, not be, not, it was not coming from a place of lack or scarcity or feeling like not enough, or I was doing it wrong. Mm. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful journey. Uh, I would love to know what, what is something that you never really tell anyone about what it took for you to create wealth? I mean, I'm a pretty open book, so I've shared so much of my wealth journey. What's something that I never really tell anyone? Maybe something that, maybe something that, so I'm sure that there's lots that you maybe share with your clients, but things that people, when they see your journey on social media or they follow you, they don't see what goes on behind the scenes. Right. And so 
I think a lot of people see the highlight reel of, you know, how successful you've been and and the impact that you've made and, and they maybe don't see what it's taken to get there or some of those moments that aren't, aren't shared openly, maybe only shared with your close circle. Mm. Yep. I mean, I'm going to bring it back to trust because this is what my clients, my clients definitely know and what I share. Like I, when I say like, I trust, like I deeply, deeply trust. And so there has been so many moments in time where I don't know like how it's going to happen, how like, and it's, it's, you know, to the outside world, if they saw the choices that I've made throughout my journey, it's like, there's definitely been times where, you know, you could say I put my family at risk or I've, I've made moves before I was ready or before it was, you know, smart to do so. And again, it's like, I've, I've, I've done that and I've made those choices and I don't think that that's like choices that everyone should make. But for me, I, I just do, I just know, like, and so I started in this journey and for a long time, I didn't share, like when I started in this journey and when I was, you know, mentoring other people, I was $200,000 in debt, that I was making investments that left $12 in my bank account that I didn't know how I was going to you know, make that next coaching investment that I didn't know how I was even going to pay for rent the next month. Mm-hmm. And I don't, and I think that there is like, I think we get told that that's not, that we can't do that, that we're not supposed to do that, that that's not good for our nervous system and everyone's different. And so my journey is like, that's actually the thing that put me in a position to really expand myself for me to trust in myself for me to be like that that was a go all in energy for myself and I think we all have such different experiences that we can't say that's wrong for someone or right for someone because it's different for each person Mm, I love that can you I don't even know if you would know the answer to this but what has allowed you to stay in that place of trust like what what has allowed you to to be able to have so much trust in your journey and yourself. So it's interesting because when I, you know, share the story, even about my first business, like it feels like it's always kind of been there, but I didn't know it. Like it, it, I didn't know it until more recently. And basically I went through like a very hard time in my personal life, like a personal experience when I was pregnant with my daughter and I've shared so much about this online as well, but that's a, that, that would take us in a whole new direction and a whole new story. But through, I call it my spiritual smackdown. And this was really my, you know, spiritual awakening where I like started to really tune into the wisdom inside of me. And there was so many times during that journey that it required me to trust. There was so many moments where I was just like, Hey, I don't know what else to do. So I'm just going to like surrender here and have faith. And I remember the moment in time where I was like, okay, you do this so easily in your personal life. What if you brought that level of trust into your business? And I was actually at that Tony Robbins event I was telling you about when I had these thoughts, there was something he was saying and and there was a lot of things that weren't clicking for me. And I was like, what if I just bring more of my spiritual beliefs, more of who I am into my business? What if I bring that level of trust that I have and how things unfold in my life into my business. And it felt like it was a decision. It was a decision that I'm just going to choose 
to trust because I don't want to live an experience where I'm not trusting. Mm. That's so good. And and the other piece of that was like, are things going to not work? Yes. Are things going to blow up in my face? Yes. Am I going to have moments of failure? Yes. And I'm going to be okay. So it's a lot, it became a lot easier to trust in the moves I was making and the choices and the decisions when at the core, I had this belief in this knowing that I'll be okay. Mm, I love that you've said that because I think a lot of people believe that having the ability to trust and having faith requires that things work out. (laughs) So it's like, I will only trust if it's going to work out. And part of the ability to have hold the faith and have trust, I think is you're knowing not that it has to work out for you to be okay, but that you have your own back and you're okay and you thrive regardless. Well, this is like the, the interesting thing, right? It's like, we're all so afraid to fail or to lose or to have it not work out. And I mean, some of the, you know, so much of who we are, who I am, I know I was like made in the moments of when things didn't work out and I found a new level of power and I found a deeper layer of trust and I found a new piece of myself and I went deeper inside to like gather that sacred wisdom. Mm. Yeah. And that is the moments where you, you, I think you deepen your trust because you know what you're made of, you know, what you're capable of, you know, what you can, you know, surrender to and still be okay, still thrive and still grow. Yeah. And I think this, this piece here too, that, you know, that knowing that I'm going to be okay, that knowing that you're going to be okay, that knowing like we're going to be okay. So often we don't lean into the things that we want to, we don't follow these like nudges. We don't follow the desire because this fear of like, well, what if it doesn't work? And so often when I ask my clients this, okay, so what happens if this doesn't work? It's like, well, Basically, I'm going to land exactly where I am at right now, but with like a bruised heart, a bruised ego, a disappointed. Well, guess what? You can handle that. Yeah. Yeah. Can you think of an example that comes to mind for you? One of those moments? Oh, gosh. Like a moment where like something didn't work out the way I thought it was going to. Yeah. Like a a failure or a bruise or something that you're like, this actually allowed me to grow, even though it didn't work out the way I thought. Oh my gosh, like a million things, like so many like launches that I had that was like, oh, like this didn't work. This didn't go the way I wanted to. And then I'm, and then in hindsight, again, it's like, oh, well, it was leading me in a completely different direction. And so again, it's like, yeah, like not every, like not everything is going to work. And like, when we don't, when we play, like, so what I say, I'm like, can we just play, like, for me, it's about playing to win, not playing to not lose. So like, I'm okay with, you know, I mean, right now, right now I'm putting myself in a position of like, things may not work out the way I desire it to in 2023. There may be a, a you know, there could be a big income loss for me, depending on what I sell in the next like few weeks in my business. Like, but I'm like, Hey, again, I'm just like, I'm not holding back because I'm letting this desire lead. Mm. Well, thank you for all of the work that you do, Jack, and for being so open about it all, right? Like you publicly make 
very bold decisions, I think, that expand other women who are also looking to step into their power and authenticity around the decisions they make and, you know, really doing things differently. So you're you're such a leader and you're so magnetic and charismatic and and such an expander for for other women on this journey. Thank you. Oh, for thank being you. Here. And yeah, thank you. Thank you. Just one final thing I want to say is you said that like I think this thing of like making bold decisions, my desire in this, you know, my desire in sharing that I'm not going to sell in 2023 online, it's not to hope that other people come on board with that too, or to have other people be like, I'm not going to do that either. My whole point in sharing this and sharing this in a bold way is so that other women get to tune into like, oh, what do I really want to do that is against the norm, but I'm going to do it because like, I, I feel called to do it and I'm brave enough to do it. And that might look like, you're going to take a 10 day vacation for the first time in your entrepreneurial journey where you're not responding to client messages. Like, I don't know what that is for you, but my desire is that we all really start leading and living from this place where our soul is in the driver's seat. Mm, Absolutely. And yeah, giving people permission to really make decisions that are so aligned for them versus making decisions from, you know, where we started before from the place of should or from the place yeah. of what everyone else is doing, it's like, no, what is actually aligned for you? What feels good for you? And creating yeah, like there, magic and possibility from there. Yeah, like there is no right or wrong, but like what's right for me? You know, what's right for me? What feels in my like deepest alignment? Where is my soul calling me to go? Like when we can lead from that place, like we're going to see a lot more magic in this world. Hmm. So good. Is there anything else where I'll share all of the links to your, you know, your offers and and your websites in the show notes. Is there anything else you want to share with the listeners? I mean, the biggest thing that I just want to share and to leave everyone with like such a part of my messaging is like, I truly believe we are here to be our, our fullest expression of selves to express ourselves to find our voice to lead in the way we desire to lead to follow our desires and so when I started looking at you know my my journey my growth my mentorship as a place where I get to be fully self-expressed and that I get to lead others in self-expression like that's it that gave me the permission slip to not hold back because it became about like my soul being expressed Thank you so much, Jack. Thanks for being here. And for everyone listening and tuning in at home, thank you for being here. We will see you here next week. And remember, you were born for wealth. It's a gift to vibe with you here every week. If you're digging the content, I would be honored if you'd leave a rating, a review, and subscribe to the show. Not just for me, but it's how women just like you find the pod. It truly is how we can all make an impact. More women being ridiculously fucking wealthy and building a life of their wildest dreams. 